0: Ready for a better way to bank? Switch to Royal Credit Union. Royal Credit Union is a financial co-op, not a corporation, so we return earnings to our members. That means you get low or no fees for account services and better rates on deposits and loans. You'll also have all the digital tools you need at your fingertips, so managing your account is easy. Royal is ready to help you discover the credit union difference. Switch to Royal Credit Union today at rcu.org slash Difference. insured by NCUA.
1: Is hockey getting too fancy? Are sports losing their fun? We attack the curmudgeons of the sports world. Plus look ahead at the final few games of the wilds regular season and Richfield's own Meredith Lang's impact on diversity in hockey has caught the eye of the national hockey league as the mother of two was named a finalist for this year's Willie O'Ree community hero award. As always, we're created by new voice studios presented by soda stick brought to you by Jim beam, better edge and Royal credit union. This is season three episode 121.
0: Marcus Felino Fan Club Assemble. Not only is sodastick.com the only place to get your official Marcus Felino Fan Club tee, but it's also the only place to get all your favorite wild team garb, plus so much more beyond hockey. Use code Bardown Beauties for 15% off your total purchase at sodastick.com.
1: At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting, Let's Play Hockey, prior to the start of each game, or playing the State of Hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Remember, drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company, in Corporate Claremont, Kentucky. From New Voice Studios.
0: Oh, yeah, you bet you let's go to the boat. Discombobulate on the spot.
1: <laughs> Part of the Talk North Podcast Network. Fly out to Russia personally. Jesse Pierce. This is off the rails. We're only a <laughs> couple minutes in. Alexis Pearson. We're not going to throw batteries on on the ice at, you know, This is We're not that crazy. Oh, like... We're... Far Down Beauty's podcast. Was it about guys getting hammered down low night after night? Like, everyone loves to crap on analytics, but the analytics do not lie here. We are firing Fred at the top of the hour. More hits. It's like tea. (laughs) Tea
2: starts now.
0: Hello, everybody. We're back. What's up? Episode 121. Let's go. I want to dive into the cranks. I, you know, Alexis, (laughs) this is Alexis Pearson. I'm Jesse Pierce, by the way. And Fred's Um, back. And Fred's back. Hey, what's your shirt say, Fred?
2: It says work hard and be nice. Yeah.
0: Write that Aww, down. Everybody write that down. <laughs> work hard. Be nice. Let's be nice because I want to talk about the people that are being mean to the Minnesota Timberwolves, people that yeah, are tea. being mean to the driver, Trevor, Trevor Zegers of the world. Um, also even being mean to the Ryan Hartman's Venmo for trying to steal yeah. Ryan Hartman's money. We don't like it. Um, Alexis, what is your take on let's start with the Zegers stuff, right? We okay. talked about it last week a little bit. Um, you see a kid out there doing the Michigan, which I want to rename by the way, Why don't we just call it lacrosse Goal? it doesn't, or yeah. the Zegras school. Um, but for whatever reason, players having fun and you can loop in the Timberwolves, right. Celebrating mm-hmm. a play and win players having fun just gets these old. And I say old crusty men, because that's what it seems to be all mm-hmm. up in arms about it. Like I'm, I'm over it.
1: Um, yeah. So first of all, if you don't like lacrosse goals being scored against you play better defense, if you don't like the wolf celebrating, maybe consider winning the game instead, if you're the LA Clippers, like I I have no problem. I mean, as long, like there's, there's a line, right? Like you can't go off and like start spewing, you know, like F you and F this and F that once you win. Right. But like, act like you've been there, act like you've been there, but, um, be excited, have fun, enjoy a sports are supposed to be fun. I, I don't want, you know, people to be like, oh, you can't do that. Cause it's too fancy or don't, don't get too excited that you want. It's just a play in game. It's like, let the athletes be excited. Let the fans be excited. If you're broadcasting in the game. Act like you're excited, you know, like you, you just have fun with it. That's what it's supposed to all be about. And so, I mean, I, I, have absolutely no problem with any of that, you know, at the same time, I have no problem with somebody checking Trevor Zegers while he's trying to make a lacrosse goal, right. Play better hockey. If you want, if you don't want him to score, maybe hit him or take him off the puck or something. Um, and, and, you know, with the wolves thing, it's like Pat Bev, he was playing against his former team. This wolves team is not a perennial playoff team. It was on home court. The fans are absolutely losing their minds. I have no problem with people getting excited about sports. In fact, I, I would hope that people get excited about sports. Um, and Jesse, I know you feel the same way.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say <laughs> to play devil's advocate here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes it can be excessive, right? Like, sure. Um, right. You haven't won anything yet. Right. And, mm-hmm. and frankly, I think when you look at the TNT crew for that Timberwolf situation, oh, they, were they trolled them so hard. They yeah. were, it was funny though. I thought yeah. it was hilarious, right? Like it didn't warrant. Minnesota, you know, Minnesotans, you can talk, you didn't talk smack about us. Let's go. Like didn't warrant the anger, but it is. It's like it let fans enjoy it again. People that are in Minnesota know the trials and tribulations of Minnesota sports. I mean, especially I feel for the Wolves fans who have been true mm-hmm. Wolves fans, probably through all the crap, through all the crud, you don't um, feel bad for me.
1: Who became a Wolves fan this year. We'll set number one uh. wolves fan <laughs> this
0: year. Yes. And I'll cheer. I will cheer I, you know, I was, I've never scrolled Twitter to find out a, a wolves because I was at the wild game, right? So I'm still Times are changing <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder if they won. like I got into it because that's yeah. what I freaking love about sports. I just love the way it can bring people together. It just, it's fun. It's exciting. It can give you a heart attack. The anxiety mm-hmm. induces. I mean, for somebody that takes anxiety medication, <laughs> I love the anxiety that sports induces Right. probably too much, but it is, it's just fun. And I think, you know, you can point to the Minnesota wild this year as to the fans really booing this team into mm-hmm. the position that they're in, right. They've got most goals scored in a regular season. You've got players like Kirill Kaprizov, Kevin Fiala, just busting through records and the fans deserve that. The state of hockey deserves that the state of basketball deserves that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always hate that because I, you've got your Toronto's and Buffalo's of the world. That's like, oh, we
1: deserve it. It's like, but they
0: have wins. Okay. This Buffalo one, for sure
1: does not deserve it. Toronto, maybe consider Buffalo. Absolutely not. So you're only considering Toronto because of your boy, but <laughs> yeah. which is I want to a still just
0: (laughs) scoring goals. He's still just doing his thing. Like, wow.
1: I got to ask Jesse, you put out a tweet about this whole, you know, being excited about sports thing and you listed things that you should allow fans to be excited about. And one of those things you listed. Was wave enthusiasts. Are you pro-wave? I need to know. No, Settle. The reason I, I did that for you because but you
0: know, it's like I might again, I might jest about it like eh, it's whatever, but like I'm never gonna get mad at people. Do I don't get mad about it? I'm just like, oh, all right, it's weird. I just think it's a weird thing to do at a hockey game. It whatever. just sits it sits out of place. <laughs> whatever. I, I'm gonna let you celebrate it, you know? I'm gonna. You know, I'm not gonna do it. The wave it, never hurt
1: nobody. Let us have the wave. Next, I you're,
0: want gonna tell, next you're gonna tell us you're a pro towel guy. Oh yeah, um, no Pro T-shirt guys, guy, guy yeah, guy, towel guy, T-shirt guy, whatever. I'm gonna tell a, t- a T-shirt guy story, guys, that I need <laughs> oh, to share with somebody because Dane and T-shirt guy had a confrontation. We should get Dane back on the episode to tell is this his. The side one from us. a while ago or a new one? A couple weeks ago.
1: The
2: new oh, one? So they were
0: in the they were in the dining dining hall, oh, and it was a very puff your chest out so like Dane was like there was nobody around. I'm so mad nobody could see it. <laughs> so is it this uh, T-shirt guy's name is Cameron? And I guess Cameron comes up to Dane. And he goes, Hey Dane. And Dane goes, Hi, Cameron. And like it just this passive aggressive exchange happened. And and um Dane was like, I got your book. And Cameron's like, Oh yeah. And he's like, Yeah, it's signed. And he's like, What's it say? And it says, best Cameron. And that was <laughs> like their exchange. And like Dane, like, he's like, I left and I felt very proud because it was a very like F you. F you, F you, but said in dice words. So uh oh my god, shout out Those to Dane. We'll get him on to tell this story. It's it's that is a rivalry that I want to continue for a good <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you guys are not familiar, there's this man at the wild games who takes off these sweaty t-shirts from his body. <laughs> he pretends to dance, but he doesn't dance, he like jives his hands. Yeah, and in reality, all of us media people don't like him. Not only because he has offended our friend Dane, he came up
1: and verbally <laughs> assaulted Team him Dane. in the press box,
0: <laughs> but also. Because the dude makes more money than all of us combined in the press box yeah, for what one appearance by throwing sweaty t-shirts. So there's a real jealousy. Dane
1: should there. stop writing and try to get t-shirt guys job instead. That would be the ultimate yeah. like cherry yeah. on top of this whole debacle. Yeah. So and true. the beef.
0: I know, but to see, and now I feel bad. So now that goes against everything I wanted to highlight today with the fans having fun, do so you guys have fun with t-shirt guy, whatever, I guess. Like yeah. fine. En- enjoy t-shirt guy. Final comment on the fans and in segment one, before we get to Meredith, who I also want to celebrate and, and highlight and booya. uh, Ryan Hartman's Venmo as of today, recording Friday, $20,000 Hartman said he's going to throw the fine amount in there nearing, four, uh, excuse me, $25,000 donated to the university of Minnesota children's, um, dang, you guys, I usually give the number one <laughs> banner hanging a rough time, but you're really proving that one. That's
1: a uh, how fun. Yeah, this was a really, really cool story because... I've never seen anything like this happen in sports before, and it, to me, it just like obviously like Evander Kane is not a very liked person in the NHL, and I even saw like fans of other teams saying like, "Hey, I don't like Kane either." Here's ten dollars, you know. Like it was dude, his ex wife tossing two hundred, incredible. Just- which a hundred percent, I'm that petty too. Like if that were me, I would for <laughs> sure do that. I'd put five hundred dollars in the pot. Like go off, live your best life. Um, but no, I thought it was really cool. Um, and even cooler what Hartman did, where he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna pay this fine myself," but instead. I want to donate this to the community, um, and, and give back. And the fact that wild fans doubled down, were like, oh shoot, you're donating it? Let me give you some more money. Like then they just kept sending him money. I mean, he surpassed what the fine even was by like, I think Thursday morning. So, I mean, it was like, you're going to pay know. his salary
0: pretty soon. You guys literally. <laughs> Literally Don't forget, so, he's he's only 1.7. So, yeah, will
1: this help the cap situation next year? That's yeah, right. Question. Can we you yeah. guys want Kevin Fiala start <laughs> a <Venmo. laughs> No, it's um it's just such a cool story. So I I mean, props to Ryan Hartman, props to Minnesota Wild fans. You guys really did that. Um, yeah, and you to your point about the banner, Jesse. I was gonna put out a tweet like, Hey, you guys really earned that number one banner on the Raptors, but I did not want to start any beef because people are sensitive about that. So I tweeted instead it. I I Oh, you did? I didn't see See that oh, yeah, I did. Were people <laughs> mad? I tweeted that we should hang the no, I said it fli- flipping him off in the banner, and people like that. So, so
0: I got to chat with the Vander Kane post game because you know, I do visiting the room first yeah. and then I go into the home, and you know what, he isn't as Punchable as I thought he might be, I will say that. Like he, dude, dressed very nice because he was tossed out of the game, right? So he was yeah. dressed in. Well, he had extra
1: time to get ready.
2: Yeah, he had extra time.
0: <laughs> but I think what kind of irked me, and it was so funny to hear both sides because then when I went in and heard Ryan Hartman's side, like, so I hear Kane's side first, and he's like. Yeah. You know, uh, they're just lucky that I didn't get loose. The refs held me back in their lucky you were loose for loose.
1: 58 minutes of that <laughs> game. If you want to do something about it, do something.
0: And he was like, you know, it took five of their guys to take me down. And I just kind of laughed yeah, and I I'm- told Bruce that when I got into the homeroom and I was like, yeah, Kane is over there saying like it took five guys and blah, blah, blah. And so then the first thing Hartman says is they didn't have anybody helping him out because nobody <laughs> likes him. Like, it was just so funny to like
1: the tail, like of two teams and yeah, I've decided um, I want the wild and the Oilers to meet to the playoffs at some point. So I'm rooting. I'm now rooting for that mm-hmm. to happen. It, it would mm-hmm. have to be what the conference finals, I think. And you would need like good
0: goaltending and defense, which Edmonton
1: does not have no, T God, well, I'll keep doing dri- it. Maybe next year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe next year. So funny credit to you guys. Uh shout out to Ryan Hartman as well, obviously for doing the right thing. You knew he wasn't going to take your money, um, and boo the man that tried to be Ryan Hartman with an E and steal money. That's kind of course, like what is wrong with people? Like, can we have nice things? It's like we can't have <laughs> no, nice things. No, we can't. We can't. Um, final thing. Obviously, we're recording this a smidge early because it's two big games on tap. Biggest one coming tomorrow, Saturday, against the St. Louis Blues, followed up by an Easter Sunday game against the San Jose Sharks. Kapo Kakinen returns. Who knows if he starts? But he's in the building, so mm-hmm. there's that. I'm sure we'll see a nice little "Hiya, how are you? Um thing up on the board. But St. Louis, Alexis, uh, I don't want to talk about predictions cause we'll get into mm-hmm. all of that, but right now it looks like St. Louis is going to be the first matchup, whether that's as a two-thread, two seed, excuse me, or a three seed, a two, three, that's what we're going to call it. two-three. three, two, three, they're in the two, three, yeah. um, Alexis. How do you feel about the blues as the odds, odds or favorited matchup here?
1: I think if there's a team that I won't want to play right now, it's, I would rather not play Nashville than St. Louis. I think the wild match up better against a team like St. Louis Nashville, for some reason, like gets the wild off of their game. And they just like, can't recoup from that. And that's just the way it seemed when they've played them recently, St. Louis, I really do think the wild match up well against them. And I, I think that that would be a fun series. So I'm, I'm not too concerned about it. And again, I said this a couple of weeks ago whoever you match up against, you got to beat them to get the next round. So I don't care if it's yeah. St. Louis, Nashville, you know, what Calgary, who, I mean, True. whoever, whoever you play, go beat them and get into the next round. Um, yes, there's certain matchups you want. Cause you hope somebody else bounces that team and you don't have to play them. But, um, at the end of the day, you got to beat who you got to beat. And, uh, if that ends up being, um, St. Louis on home ice or on their ice, either way, get the job done. That's how I feel.
0: If we're gonna, if it ends up being St. Louis, in fact, are we going to place a bet with Fred?
1: Oh, should we? Yeah. Yeah. The Butte's versus. We can do Fred.
0: We can do a bet on better edge.com. B E T T R edge.com. Beat the Butte Tuesdays against Jesse. Don't even play again. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over <laughs> I it. I losing. <laughs> No, okay. I do
1: have beef. With I had a dream. This. I had a dream that you won four hundred dollars the other night. Ooh, that would be like, nice. Maybe yeah, not, right, right. I'm yeah. I'm mad about Tuesday because I literally crushed it. I had one wrong, <laughs> and there was like nine people playing, and you took yeah, dead last. Tank, how could you? Do a tank. To me? That's what I do? do I'm either thing? first
0: or I'm last. Literally. First or last. That's my only those are the only two options for me. Either <laughs> I win it all or you all get nothing. You get yeah, I want a on dollar $1. twenty-five. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. no problem. Uh Fred, what's gonna be the bet? Can you I'm gonna say you have to pour a beer over your head. Oh,
2: that's too easy. It's disrespectful. That's it's just a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we gotta uh, we gotta do a bet.
2: I don't know. I mean it could be something bigger than that. I mean maybe it's one of those. If I win, Jesse has to wear a white bear Jersey and go to like downtown white bear and say, I love white bear hockey. Ew.
1: Oh, okay. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Or we could do, if we win, Fred gives each of us $500. And if yes. we lose, we mm-hmm. don't fire Fred next time he's gone. I think mm-hmm. that's a fair trade right you think like i'm made like, of
2: money and i'm not i mean not i like
1: where alexis's head is at with that <laughs> just, one just spitballing um, ideas here yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you hand over your share of the company to alexis <laughs> and i and <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> seems fair or i could wear a jersey i guess either way
2: i mean we'll, we'll I work know. on it we'll we got, we got, time. Time. We got we two it weeks on. we still yeah.
0: have to get we still have to get there that matchup but i'm yeah. betting i will be shocked if that matchup does not happen unfortunately i just now need home ice because. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll suss that bet out. We'll see mm-hmm. if we can get it placed on better edge, B E T T where code Buttes B-E-A-U-T S will get you a free ten dollars. Again, don't forget Tuesdays, Beat the Butte, Thursdays, Alexis beat the butte. Um, it's a good time. We love it. There's more than hockey, but we suggest you get it on the hockey action. Uh, when you win that money, you can go put it over at the with uh Royal Credit Union. Less fees, more free is what they say. So shout out to them as well. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Meredith Lang, stay tuned.
1: It's hockey season, baby. And the best way to head into a new season is to be fully equipped with all the merch you need to cheer on your favorite teams. Oh, and some Bard on beauty's merch too, right? Right. We've got you covered literally head over to teespring.com where you can find all kinds of custom design, Bard on beauty's apparel. Plus so much more
0: joining us now. One of the most badass women I have ever met in the state of hockey, Miss Meredith Lang. Meredith, what's going on, girl? How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes. In case you guys have missed it. I've been tweeting it out since it was announced. (laughs) Meredith is a finalist for the NHL's Willie O'Ree award. Um, Meredith, tell us a little bit about what that means to you and and how you have really impacted the community in hockey here in Minnesota, Richfield and beyond. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, this award honoring.
2: Goodness ever since my kid, my oldest daughter, Aubrey stepped out on the ice at, you know, six years old and she's now 13. So. (laughs) past you know eight years or so it's just been you know something that I'm just passionate about is just getting more girls of color in the game and to be recognized for work that you know I just love doing is you know pretty phenomenal um, and just that Willie O'Ree kind of knows what we're doing here in Minnesota you know of all the people that are doing such work it's just it's exciting that you know he's recognizing us and giving a platform to really grow the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and most people, uh, everyone should know who Willie O'Ree is, but maybe not everybody knows what the Willie O'Ree award is. Can you explain to those listening who maybe don't know what that is? Um, what the award is that
2: you're up for? Yeah, it's a community hero award. So it's for somebody that is making an impact within their community and within hockey. And so, you know, for me, it's just been something that I'm extremely passionate about and I have two organizations, the hockey ninjas. Um, And I'm also a co founder of Minnesota Unbounded, which is a tournament hockey team that the hockey ninjas play for. And it started off as 31, you know, um, girls of color that were we're playing. And we have a a phenomenal coaching staff of all women of color um, that are giving back to the youth. And, you know, it's just been something that has grown into something that I didn't really even anticipate when Tina and I met. Um, We definitely had a vision of kind of. You know what we wanted to do that we wanted to impact the game, but we weren't sure in what capacity, but to be able to now grow to over 50 families and 20 hockey associations in the Minneapolis St. Paul area is pretty cool.
0: I mean, you had mentioned your, your love for hockey really reignited with Aubrey and I say reignite because you yourself had actually played. How was hockey so much different when you were playing in high school compared to the, the hockey that you're making available for your girls and and other girls in the area now?
2: Yeah, I mean, when I played back in the Stone Age, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely the only girl of color that I really came in contact with. Um, and so, and girls hockey was really just getting started. I mean, when I played, I played, I started in eighth grade and it was just a girlfriend and I, and, you know, we just had no shame. We were just like, we want to play. The only opportunity to play was boys and they had been playing forever. They were skating circles around us. We could barely stop. Um, But that didn't deter us from playing because that's what we had set out to do. Um, But then by the time the following year, when I was a freshman, it was a varsity sport. So that just made it way more accessible. You know, it was super cheap. It was, um, we had a bus, we had practice time, we had coaches. I mean, all these things that we didn't really have the year before. So, um, and just to see it now that the girls game has grown so much, um, is really phenomenal. And that's why I want players of color to get into the game because it is growing, it is available in every community. And this is a sport that maybe, you know, generationally we haven't played. Um, in the black community or in the BIPOC community, but it's a sport that we can pick up and we can really have fun and grow the game and make a difference. I know the
0: girls particularly love a former Buttes guest, Blake Bolden. I mean, how (laughs) tremendous is it to have her kind of continue to pave the way first as a player and now with the uh, national hockey league, with the LA Kings and all that she's doing as well. How cool is it for them to continue to witness her do her thing?
2: Absolutely. I mean, if you can see it, you can be it. And I, you know, acknowledge Blake for really being able to, we always wanted to do more and we always had this like fire inside of us to do more. But the time that we met Blake, it made it possible. It made it like, okay, we've, we've got somebody, it, and for us, it's the big thing is is making the game smaller because it is so big and there's so many things to get involved in. But Blake really shrunk the game for us and made us have this connection to the game. And I reached out to Blake because um, when my daughter was eight years old, the coach asked, um, "Who's your favorite player?" You know, the other girls are saying wild players and like <laughs> things. And my daughter said like some girl on the team, and I was mortified. I was like, "Oh my." Gosh, you know, what are we doing? But at that point, it made me realize that there was nobody that she really connected to. And that's why I reached out to Blake and was like, you know, can you help my daughter? My daughter loves you. She, you know, wants to follow in your footsteps. And Blake was phenomenal. We went to a game of hers and we were super obnoxious we made huge signs for her and we were cheering for her and she signed a jersey for my daughter and she just took time to really you know talk to the girls about hockey and about her experience and just to really encourage them and she's just been such a great supporter of my kids but also our Minnesota Unbounded team she did a virtual session for our girls and just, they could ask her anything and mm-hmm. she was right there willing to answer. And so now not only are my kids super fans of Blake, but the whole team is, so it's pretty <laughs> You know, and I do have to say, um, we do take vacations, you know, kind of like every year and it was Aubrey's turn to choose her vacation. And she was like, Boston. And I was like, okay, why are we going to Boston? She's like, Boston college. I got to go see where Blake is. Like, we're- <laughs> So that was like, that was our summer vacation, going to Boston College, walking around the campus, trying to find any blank memorabilia we could find That's awesome. she found a picture and she took her picture there and yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> well,
1: you know, we, we talk a lot when it comes to hockey and making it more inclusive about the the professional level, right. Men's and women's professional level and at the college level and the Olympics and all of that, but really it starts at the grassroots level. Like you've been talking about, like we've talked about with Blake Bolden when she was on and lots of other guests, um, as someone who has witnessed that firsthand, how important is it to not only make those changes at the big level where everybody's eyes are, but all the way at the grassroots level where people are learning the game, learning to respect the game and their opponents and their teammates. Um, how important is that as a, for someone like you, who's, who's really seen it and, and been there firsthand?
2: Yeah, it's absolutely critical. And I love the big thinking of, you know, on the, on the professional level. And I, I love all that, but it is, it really does start with this grassroots effort. Um, and every community has a responsibility and every community has their own platform to make their own team. Um, inclusive and you know feel supported because the the days I say the days of the build it it will come model are of no more. Mm-hmm. You actually have to go into the community, grab these kids, and make it a safe space for them to really um, love the game and want to stay in the game. Because there are a lot of programs that you know where you can test hockey and see if you like it. But for for me and for Minnesota, it's really a retention piece mm-hmm. is keeping these kids in the game, letting them have positive experiences, be so that they want to stay in the game and that they want to give back. So what I love about our program is, you know, we might only be 50 families but we represent 20 associations within Minnesota and our 20 associations, our kids are gonna go back and be the ambassadors and really make the change within the community so that we can continue to grow and it be a positive experience for, for everybody.
0: Mm -hmm. And how helpful has Matt Dumba been in those initiatives and those efforts, (laughs) right? I mean, he's been very vocal, another former, but we love him. We love to see all that he's doing. I know you guys got to meet him too. I was there to uh, witness the girls hanging out with him. Just how great of ambassador has he been on the male side? Because again, women can do the work and they always do, right? We're always (laughs) working and busting our butts, but you also need the support of the men around you too, to make a difference.
2: Absolutely. I mean, he's just been such a phenomenal support, just system in general for our kids to again, make hockey smaller for us. Cause we do have that, you know, personal connection with Matt. Um, you know, he invited us to the, to a practice, you know, in December and the girls a, it was on a Friday. So they got <laughs> to miss school, and, you know, Matt was inviting them. So, you know, that was a great the teacher Matt Dumba has invited us to practice so I will have to miss school and we went there and they just thought it was great just missing school and watching practice but then Matt came up he talked to the whole team and then he personally invited our entire team to the winter classic I mean just a day that (laughs) happened and you know uh, what better person to get that personal invite um, to go to the winter classic and just, you know, be seen in, in on the largest stage in all of hockey. Mm-hmm.
1: What to you, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of stuff that you've been a part of to change things that you've witnessed change. What to you makes you the proudest uh, on this journey? Is it, does it have to do with what your kids do? Does it have to do with the advancements that you make? What, what happens in this journey for you that really
2: makes you proud of the work that you're doing? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't remember wins and losses. You know, I talk to my kids, they don't remember that, but what they do remember is how they feel. And what I'm most proud of is my community. This is a community effort. This is America's team. They have really rallied behind us and have been, everybody has been willing to step up and, and show us a different way because we, you know, when we started, we didn't really know what we were doing. We just, knew how to like build relationships and how to work with people. And that's what I'm most proud of is that no matter who I go to, they're always willing to give me a listening ear, point me in the right direction, help out when they can. And um, and that is definitely the work that I'm absolutely most proud of. I love it. Um, before I let you go, I have to ask, do you have a favorite Mighty Ducks movie by chance? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe the old D2 Mighty Ducks with uh, the old Trinidad goalie, uh, one of my family members, my younger brother, you know, I just really kind of think back to that. And I'm like, is that like where this all came from? Because, you know, it was just crazy to watch this movie in Minnesota, you know, to have my brother be a part of it and to see this like Trinidadian team that was, you know, represented in hockey. And now here we are 20, 25 years later. And, you know, we have our own Minnesota Unbounded team to really encourage girls of color to play the game. I was mm-hmm. foreshadowing, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> He's, my favorite players. Did I he love hold it. his
1: fame over you at all? Because I know if I was in a movie and my sister True. wasn't, I would for sure hold that over her for the rest of her life. So has oh. that been a con- point
2: of contention for you guys? <laughs> Most definitely. I mean, I thought I was the actress, in the movie and here he comes, the engineer. I'm like, how does the engineer get a, a movie part? You know, I was in mass communications in in college.
0: Yeah. So yeah. There you go. Is he is he still collecting residual checks for that? You know, just for his quick know appearance? He, yeah. he should right.
2: Right. He definitely should. He absolutely <laughs> should. And just, you know, forward those checks to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. You could be his agent. You can be like, I'm your new agent. You pay me everything that you get from. from
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, absolutely.
2: Fair. Absolutely.
0: Well, Meredith, for thank sure. you again so much for joining us and for all you do. I absolutely love it. You know, that, um, you guys can go vote for Meredith to win the Willie O'Ree community hero award, go to NHL.com cast your vote. Let's get her in, get this award again. The impact you're making is, is just so tremendous from when I met you even couple years ago to now, how far it's come. I am so proud and uh, I'm excited to see more
2: that you're going to be able to do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And Jesse, you know, personal thank you to you for telling our story because we really do so much, but the people that amplify our message, like you, um, have been an amazing partnership. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Seriously.
0: <laughs> heart. Love it. Well, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back.
2: Hey guys, this is producer Fred. I just wanted to ask everyone to go out there and spread the word about Bar Down Beauties. Leave us a like, share, thumbs up, review you name it, we want to hear from you. Find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, your favorite podcast app.
0: We're back Shout out again to Meredith. She's been doing so much. I got to, uh, do a story on her about five years ago when she had started hockey ninjas before Minnesota unbounded and her girls are so great to Aubrey and Mia, um, just really exciting poll our voting closed yesterday. So keep an eye out though. We'll see what she did. Hopefully you guys got your votes in over the weekend. Cause, uh, she's certainly worthy of it as are the other two finalists. You love people that are making mm-hmm. impacts in their community. So thanks to Meredith and, uh, be sure to check out Minnesota unbounded and the hockey ninjas as well, and see what you can do to, uh, get involved in diversifying hockey. Let's go into up for debate. Uh, Alexis this week, you asked not in comparison to the Minnesota wild, but just in general, which team as you just now put it, a word <laughs> that you probably made up that we're not sure of. I didn't
1: make um, it up, I swear. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell
0: people how you just phrased it to Fred and I, this okay. up for debate.
1: So the up for debate was which team in the West is a paper tiger? St. Louis, Colorado, or Calgary? And Justin, and Fred said they've never heard the phrase paper tiger no. before and we're old, we've been around all right. <laughs> this is never, this is not a,
0: this is not a thing.
1: So they're asking me to explain it. And then now I need you guys to let us know if you've heard it. Cause now I'm like guessing everything I've ever known in my life ever, but paper tiger, how I've heard it described is like a team that looks scarier on paper, like stats wise than like what they actually are in true competition. So basically in other words. Which team do you think is, you know, in a good standing right now, but maybe won't go far in the playoffs is I guess all that, that I'm saying and not in comparison to the wild, just in general, which team do you think isn't as scary as they look, Jesse, do you, uh, between those three teams, does one of them stand out as maybe not as tough a competition as people think right now. still
0: trying to wrap my head around the paper tiger, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of like an origami way that I can make you a paper tiger for the next time I see you, um, I, Ooh, I'm between. The,
1: or none of them, maybe none of them are. No,
0: I mean, I think I'm, I think the flames look scarier than they are, but I'm also going to say the unpopular, I think the abs sometimes look scarier than they can be Darcy Kemper certainly has turned it up. I know everybody's Mm -hmm. been hard on him saying that's their crux. Um, I don't, I'm not as intimidated by the Avs. I think as Minnesota wild fans are, I just am not, um, the flames similarly. I think they're just, they're crushing it. I haven't seen. A whole lot, obviously you go back to the, the two games you saw against Minnesota didn't look great, but those are my two. It's hard for me to choose just one. So I wanted to, cause I think they're very similar in the, in the way that yeah. they play in their goal score. I mean, it's a, those are hot, hot offenses mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. I mean, aside from kale, McCarr. And, and for Colorado for the defense. I just I feel those two are my paper tigers. Plus the flames are paper tiger colors. So there you go.
1: Okay, that's fair. Good, good yeah. reasoning. Thank you. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go with Colorado. I tweeted this like a week or so ago. I said they're the hot girl with no personality. Um, and <laughs> um for also me, not a thing people say. <laughs> yes, they do. You're lying now, you're just lying. Um, no, for me, Colorado, they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, they have surged to the stop to, to the top of the central division. They, uh, just last night with their win, um, got the most, I think points or either points or wins in their history. Um, mm-hmm. so they're, they're a very good hockey team and I'm not trying to deny that, but to me in playoff hockey. The teams that I think survive the most are the ones who are able to be versatile and mold to their surroundings, mold to their opponent and shift their game. I think when you're stubborn with your style of hockey and say either, Hey, we're a team about speed or we're a team about grit. And you don't change that over the course, of the playoffs to adjust to any given game or opponent, I think those teams struggle. And to me. The Colorado avalanche are one of those teams where they are a team about speed and scoring and they don't have a backup game plan. So if you can throw them off their game, if you can make them play your kind of hockey, they struggle with that. They don't like to, I mean, and they'll get, I mean, they're kind of team who gets frustrated when they can't play the kind of hockey that they like, and you can Mm -hmm. throw them off their game. And so I think that when the flames are playing their best hockey and they make other teams play like them, they're very hard to beat. But if you can play, make them play your hockey the flame struggle or the, uh, abs struggle with that. Excuse me. So I really think to me, the abs of the three are the biggest paper tiger. Um, but again, it depends on the opponent, depends on a lot of things, but that's what I would say. I agree with you, Jesse. I think they scare me a lot less than some of the other teams in the West right now. Yeah, no,
0: I, I don't disagree. What did you guys think? What was the fans reaction?
1: Um, uh, I think I don't even remember. There was a few people who said, I think flames and abs were the most voted for if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people who actually agree with us, Jesse, from what I've seen, at least in the last, yeah, few you weeks. do, you and, guys are
0: learning. We yes. know. We know
1: our um, shit. A lot of people think the abs are maybe not as scary. So we'll see. We might be eating our words in, in two weeks, but who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens.
0: We'll see what happens again. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you to everybody for checking us out. Shout out to talk North for featuring us on their network, big props to better edge, B E T T R edge.com free $10 with code Butes, beauts B E A U T S. Uh, shout out to soda stick. They came out with another new shirt. They're always oh, yeah. crushing those T's. Go get your Ryan Hartman bird shirt over at soda stick.com 15% off when you use code bar down beauties. Uh again, that's code Bar Down Beauties for 15% off all purchases. Shout out to Royal Credit Union, less fee, more free, and also to Jim Beam. Here's to you, here's to me. That's gonna do it. Leave us a rating, share us with your friends, drop a comment in the comments. We're always trying to respond and interact with you guys um with the good comments. Some of your comments, guys. Come on. Tomato. Yeah, boo, tomato, Just, tomato. Boo, <laughs> tomato, tomato, <laughs> <laughs> tomato, 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 <laughs> tomato, That's what that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Have a good one.